Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and all non-gender specifying individuals and everything in between. This is Keaton, and I want to welcome you to KQK Presents Shoot the Messenger. I am absolutely excited to be here today and to be with my friends, Kyle and Quinn. I'll be honest, it's been a really tough week. Uh, I guess it's unfair for me to say that personally, uh, but just across the U.S., across the world, um, it's been a really tough week. And uh, I just want to, you know, give a personal shout out to each and every individual out there uh, doing their job, making the world a better place. Um, and on top of that, I want to ask how the boys are doing, because that is very important to me. So, Kyle, Quentin, how y'all doing? How's life? I'll go first on that one. I... <laughs> We'll say that life is, for me, I recognize that I'm incredibly privileged to be in the position that I'm in. Life is moving pretty decently for me. Um, I am currently in New York City. Um, it hurts to see the nation to be in the position that it's in, but I also recognize I have a lot of privilege in this moment and I, I'm grateful for the privileges that I have, but still very thoughtful and um, caring uh, and still care about what's happening in a larger national context. Yeah, um, I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, living out, uh, you know, I live out in the suburbs now. I don't actually live in Chicago um, anymore. So like physically, I'm not kind of in everything, but, you know, obviously mentally and emotionally, I'm right at the center of it. So um, I've been better. Um, definitely been better, um, but I'm not feeling as terrible as I did probably a couple of days ago. Um, that's for sure. Fair. So. Fair. And, uh, as a general announcement, um, if you hear some random meowing coming in the background, I'm currently cat sitting. So there might be some chirps and meowing and maybe even a cat on my lap at some point. So if that happens, just... You know, just ignore. So, yeah, just just pretend nothing's happening. You know, like usual. Uh, so there we go. All right, Q. We have to spend time in order to show uh, love and have our hearts extended out to, and our condolences sent to the families of Ahmad Arbery and George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Um, if you don't know, so Ahmad Arbery, this was weeks ago, uh, a young man that was killed while he was on the jog by two. Uh, white individuals in a pickup truck, uh, George Floyd, who as of last week, there was a video that came out of, that was 10 minutes long, of a police officer putting his knee on his throat, uh, basically until he died, killing him by choking him. And there have been many protests around the nation to show the outrage and the lack of acceptability of this situation. So, yes, um, and also, of course, Breonna Taylor, who was a woman, who's also, uh, whose story sort of got swept up and ignored due to uh, this case with George Floyd, but as a Black woman, she also was uh, the victim of police brutality in these last few days and weeks. So just wanted to have my condolences out to those families, first and foremost. They deserve that time. They deserve to be recognized. Um, yeah. Just, uh, just it's it's the more serious 
racial issues that have been happening in recent times. I mean, you can remember the Christian Cooper, the Blackbird Watcher in Central Park, who has had the woman Amy Cooper on video, like basically threatening his life by calling police officers on him just for him to ask for the woman to leash his dog, leash her dog, excuse me. So um, a lot of racial tension right now, but wanted to extend my heart out to those people, extend my heart out to anyone that is protesting right now. Um, You're really doing amazing work. Please continue to do what you're doing. And for anyone that's not protesting, I don't want you to feel like you are not doing enough. Everybody has a, you have to take care of yourself as well as take care of the community. Whatever you can do uh, for where you are, we respect what you do. We appreciate what you're doing. And yeah, just my, my heart and my prayers go out to their families and for anyone out there doing that good work, protesting across the nation. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I hate that we have to have this conversation. Um, you know, I hate that I have to talk about this because it just, it hurts, man. It hurts. Um, and I'm, I'm just tired. Um, you know, I'm hurt and I'm tired because, um, you know, it seems like even 400 years later, nothing's really changed about the way that black people are treated in this country. And, um, and it's not just, you know, Ahmaud Arbery, it's not just George Floyd, it's not just Breonna Taylor. There's numerous of numerous upon numerous of cases. Um, Eric Garner, Eric Gardner, um, Oscar Grant, Philando Castile, um, Sandra Bland, and, you know, Trayvon Martin, which is kind of like the first big one that I really um, probably experienced in my lifetime um, with vivid memory. And, you know, and that's not, you can go back to, you know, Rodney King, um, hell, you can even go all all the way back to Emmett Till um, with, you know, shit like this happening. And those are just names that we know. And God only knows how many, you know, didn't get this visibility, um, didn't get the the media attention. And it just, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm hurt. I don't, I don't understand why me being a black person automatically means that I'm dangerous. I don't know why my skin color makes white people hate us so much. I, I, I just can't seem to understand that. And, you know, I cried for the first time, like a long time this weekend. Because it just, like, it really does hurt. And um, it needs to change, obviously. Um, and I'm proud of everybody who's out, out there on the front lines, you know, protesting in the streets. I'm proud of everybody who's, you know, reposting truthful information about what's really going on at these protests. Um, I'm proud of the people who are donating money to all these great causes to, you know, help these pro- help move these protests along. Um, like Q said, you don't, you don't have to be on the front lines with this. We, we need people doing the, doing the other things, being behind the scenes, you know, spreading the real information, donating money so that we can bail out those who are being falsely imprisoned. Um, 
you know, we, there's, there's a lot of good ways that you can help out. Um, the, the worst thing you could do is just to do nothing at all. That that's the worst thing you do because if by doing nothing at all, you're basically fighting against us. That's just, that's what it is at this moment. There's no, there's no middle ground on this. Um, it's no longer enough to just, you know, we need people actively against racism, not just saying, I don't like it or that, you know, whatever the fuck they're saying now, because there's a lot of bullshit out there, but you know, you're either, you're either with us or against us, quite frankly. Um, and I hate to kind of make that ultimatum, but it, it is what it is at this point. So, um, prayers and condolences to every fucking black person in America because we all need it. Um, we're all in this fight together. And um, um, I hope it gets better. I really do. But um, there's a pessimistic side of me that says America hasn't changed in 400 years for us. So what what makes me think it'll change now? But, you know, and I hate that I feel that way, but I do really hope that good does come out of this because otherwise I, I don't really know what we're going to do, but um, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm tired and I'm hurt. Yeah, that's, it's very understandable. I guess it's, it's tough to follow that up, especially from, I guess, from my, Sitting in this chair, you know, from where I'm sitting, it's it's really tough to talk about it. Uh, just to follow something like that up, you know, I I really truly do wish there was something I could say or something that some magical potion that I could offer to make people feel better, to make people act the right way, you know, to fix stuff. Um, but you know, that doesn't exist, and I don't think there's any words that I, as a human being, you know in my position in life could offer up to, you know, the families of someone who's been hurt or people who've been hurt or people that are hurting, you know, even you, Kyle, you Quentin as well, that could, you know, that could really, you know, soothe over some of the pain that you're, you know, you're suffering or some of the feelings that you deal with on a daily basis at this point. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess to echo your point as well, you know, for all those working on the front lines and in back, you know, not only are we proud of you, what you're doing is needed, you know, and to, to those that don't understand what's needed and don't understand like the, the concept of what a protest is or what a protest does, or organization or, you know, controlling, trying to control a narrative, you know, trying to help individuals that you may not have anything in common with for a specific reason. Like, I think it's important to do what benefits your community the most. And, you know, that may or may not be what your heart tells you to do, but your community is, probably one of the most important things that you could have a direct impact on. You have the ability to do that. 
you know, you may not be able to change the entire racial narrative on a national level, but your local community, so your circle, the people that surround you, your city, whether small or large, you know, you can have a small impact. My cat, this cat's just having a fucking field day. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, I, I I can't express like to a degree how sorry I am, but also how you know just frustrated to a degree I, to why other people decide to hurt people for no reason, why some people you know get off on that or they enjoy it. Um, but if there's anything I can say from just my personal background, vote, go vote, go volunteer. Vote in a good police chief. Like those people are elected officials. Like you may not, you know, you may not understand that they're on the ballot. They're there, and you know, if, run for police chief. <laughs> if you're a cop, and you know, run for police chief. Like if you're upset by something happening in your community, you know, be a leader, step up. Because at this point, like we need you. Like I can say that, you know, but I also have to do it as well. So. You know, go study, learn about historical racism, learn about different communities around the world who have combated racism. And if there is a community that might have, you know, done good to stop it, study it, learn about it, you know, understand, understand the problem so that you can fix it. And then finally, you know, speak up. You don't have to, you don't have to blast social media. You know, all you have to do is just like talk to your friends. And just say, hey, I support you. If you ever need anything, just call me. Or you can give a friend that's caught and say, hey, how much training do you guys go through, you know, per year on, you know, situation de-escalations? And how much riot training do you guys actually do? You know, that's something you could call your legislator about, right? If a cop has specific training, you know, every year. I mean, some cops in certain precincts only train one hour for, like, riots and de-escalation one hour a year. That's a year. Like, they are quite possibly some of those undertrained individuals on planet considering their job. And that's that's something you can talk to your legislator about. That's something that you can push for privatization if you want. You know, sheepdog firearms, you know, stuff like that. I, I'm not going to go into that. But that's, that's kind of where I, I go to. So, yeah. Yeah, Keaton, I, I agree with you. We all have no... Um, we all have to know where our power comes from, right? Regardless of your race, your your gender, your sexuality, what had whatever community that you consider yourself a part of, uh, we all need to recognize where we have the most power and how we can apply that power in different places. Um, I know one thing you did briefly touch on there was about how you know the social media posts and spreading it, and, we, and we've seen a lot of celebrities give their. Uh, just dues, I suppose, or, or attention to these different things on social media. And while I don't have an extremely positive nor negative opinion on it, uh, I will say that I hope that if you are, if you have access to resources and you have that power of having a, a big platform that I hope that you're doing more than just retweets and, and posting pictures and, and paintings and things of that nature. I hope you're able to use your platform and your resources to do so much more than just that. 
Um, I'm not going to pretend like I understand the intricacies of what that entails, but I, I do hope that you're doing more than just that. And yes, that's that, that's all I really have to say on that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. keep it 100 with you. There's so many celebrities that just need to shut the fuck up. Mm. Like they just do. Like um, and there you you can go on Twitter and it won't take you much long to find out who those people are. Yeah, that's for sure. And the sad thing is, is that a lot of them are people, they're black people who've profited, profited it off, you know, hood culture, black culture. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally comes time to really fight for black culture, for black people, they're the main ones saying, eh, I, I, don't, I don't really know if you should be doing this. I don't know about that. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sick of y'all. I really am. You don't get to get all the benefits of black culture if you're not going to fight for it like don't work like that you don't get to play around with all the stereotypes that that we have you don't get to play around with just every fucking thing that comes with being black in this in this country being black in general you don't don't get to profit off that you don't get to profit off of our money because we and you know we enjoy the content you make and then when we when we speak up and say yeah we really need you to stand with us in this fight and then you turn around and say, eh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Hell, um, Tory Lanez talked about this. I actually, I've gained a lot of respect for Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez these past couple of days. Like, celebrities, if you're going to talk, do your research, man. It don't, it, it don't take long. You, you just go through Twitter for about 20 minutes. You'll find out what, what's really going on out in the streets because people are talking. And do your research before you start spewing nonsense. Um, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of a lot of celebrities, um, to be honest with you. Um, yes, I agree. Uh, but I would also like to focus on the positive in that case. Um, you mentioned Tory Lanez, J. Cole has been shown to be out there and being active. Um, and there's many other celebrities that are actually going out there, putting in the work, uh, bringing positive attention and, and finding their ways to benefit our culture in a way that is meaningful and that matters. So I'd like to also shine a light on that as well. That is not all negative, that there are people that are out there doing the good work. And like you said, it just takes a quick Google search. It just takes a quick uh, look through your mentions and your social media platforms to to understand what's the appropriate way to respond and what's out of pocket. And yeah. if you can't, if you're not educated enough to speak on something, sometimes it's best to just say nothing at all and find some other way to to benefit the culture particularly if you feed off of it in order to pay your bills and to live the lifestyle that you have yeah no for sure no one final thing um the people you see out there like doing a lot of like the destruction of property the the looting and all that a lot of it is white people it's not black people yep i got a lot of videos from last night people breaking shit, setting fires, and you know what? Most of the people in Nashville doing that are white people. So if you broke into the Ryman or if you set fire to the fucking courthouse in Nashville, suck my ass. Uh, I mean, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. No, absolutely. Nah, because it's a lot of people either trying to live out like these punk, you know, purge-like fantasies of, you know, just absolute anarchy 
or it's people who are actively fighting against us, trying to incite violence and trying to cause yeah. more, you know, discontent between police and protesters, which, as we all know, there's, <laughs> you, it, it don't take much to really do that because it's already on, on, a, on a knife edge, if not already having fallen over. So um, don't believe everything these news outlets tell you because a lot of them are just, they're trying to push a narrative again that somehow, some way, this is all our fault, which is just, I don't, uh, even, I don't, um, go ahead. I don't even want to really get in. Like, like uh, I don't want to, like, I, I really hate that I have to talk about this. So I don't want to, you know, make the whole pod about this because we could easily do that. But um, yeah, man, just be careful with what information you are seeing um, come to you. Like I said, do your research and you will quickly find out what's actually, and do your research from people who have actually been at these protests, who are actually, you know, have family and friends who've been in these protests, who are actually yeah. seeing this with their own eyes. Don't believe her, like these news outlets because they're not telling you the truth. Twitter too. Don't. Twitter too. There's people on Twitter too. Got yeah. to be careful. Yeah. Make sure you're getting the correct information. There's a lot of shit I could say, but I probably shouldn't say it. There's a lot of shit I could say that I definitely shouldn't say. Um, okay. Then but, we will end it there. 